0: Welcome to Minisode 66 of Strong Language and Violent Scenes, the podcast given a second chance to films that might not deserve them. I'm Mitch Bain, I'm a lapsed horror writer and an occasional doer of musical things.
1: And I, frequently disgusted, never not charming, more and more frequently, I would say, on the show. <laughs> uh, I am Andy Stewart. Hello there, how are you? I'm okay, Mitch, how are you? I am well. Yeah, battling towards fright First. Sadly, I've had to pull the trigger. I am not attending. Ah, uh, not at all. No, due to pending parental things. Yeah, duties. Uh, yeah, and a requirement to be close by. Yep, I would say
0: that's that's entirely that's entirely reasonable. Yeah, but so, you, you will be missed. The uh, traditional Andy Stewart 36-hour blow-through will be missed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, we are battling towards We are hurtling towards Frightfest At a pace sure. that could only be described as breakneck, in fact um, I can't wait I am off work until the 28th of August just now And I'm feeling very good about that Fuck you Yeah, I'm about to have I'm going to have a couple of days at the Fringe I've had a couple of days of doing nothing Chilling out And uh, yeah, I went to Frightfest on Wednesday Looking forward to uh, getting out there Seeing some films Although not specifically the ones that I was hoping to After good. a disastrous attempt to get oh, in discovery yeah. tickets Yeah, I uh, saw this It
1: seemed like a bit of a, a, bit of a fiasco again
0: uh, Yeah, it was a bit of a Rammy.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, this isn't this obviously isn't an issue for the guys necessarily. I'm sure they do that they're doing their best, but again, how I still get how this shit is happening over and over again. But also, the,
0: but also these screens are very small yeah. as well. Uh, but yeah, I've got like I think it doesn't really matter. The lineup's great. It's about yeah. the people anyway. But I think that like uh, the. I'm not going to be watching shite in any slot certainly not on paper I will almost certainly watch a shit film
1: you will 100% see something shite that is just the way I think yeah it's part of the fun as well I'm sure whatever shite you do watch though Mitch you can rest assured that it'll look and sound great in the big screen
0: <laughs> don't doubt that <laughs> um, but yeah I'm looking forward to getting out there I'm looking forward to meeting people yeah, uh, yeah specifically actually some of our previous guests who are going uh, to be there
1: I'm really sad I can't make it it'd be great to meet up with loads of people but uh, yeah not to be ah, I know what can you do know? but
0: um, we'll be reporting back probably with a weird mini Next Monday,
1: it'll probably have to be a Skyper.
0: Yeah, we'll have to do it on the hop one way yeah. or another.
1: But, um, yeah, you've been watching anything this week? Uh, I checked out, I finally checked out Brightburn. Oh, okay. Yeah, David Yaroveski's Brightburn, produced by James Gunn. Okay. And featuring several James Gunn alumni. Really? Alumnus? Alumn- Alum- no, alumni. Alumni, am I yep, correct? Alumni yeah, is correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Elizabeth Banks is in there. Michael okay. Rooker pops up in there. Yeah, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's essentially the flip of the Superman story. And while it has some pretty effective gore stuff going on uh, from time to time, <clears throat> didn't do a lot for me.
0: No? No. Nah. That yeah. seems to be the kind of, there seems to be some consensus on that point that it's like um this kind of, yeah, kind of surprisingly and kind of pleasantly gory. Yeah Surpri- like, Kind of like pleasant surprise In it's violence I guess mm-hmm. But yeah Not necessarily a great deal else Going on Is that fair?
1: That's fair to say The story itself Is pretty flimsy To be honest Some pretty cool Gore set pieces And moments Can't really win me over No Ultimately Not on their own Yeah not on their own Not in isolation And certainly in- Performances are fine mm-hmm. Perfectly passable But I don't know There was just something Kind of hollow And I know the, It was a relatively small budget But it felt like It showed a little bit
0: Okay, that's a pay.
1: Just go and watch Slither.
0: Fair play. Okay. <laughs> all the boys. Oh yeah, everyone's going crazy for the boys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's see for the, the boys. boys. Yeah, on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. Just go and check that out if you're craving a more adult superhero story. Yeah, I might try and get in amongst that yeah. at some point over the next couple of days. But you know, I'm all talking this way. Uh is that about it then for this week? Yeah, pretty much, more or cool. less, yeah.
0: Yeah, I uh have a couple of things in my kind of uh build up to Fright Fest chat. Uh-huh. Uh Continued doing that. So, this is my seventh in a row for London, my seventh right sure, in a yes, row. Sure, yes, yes. Uh-huh. And I watched something from the first year that I was there in London. Right. And it was, um I watched, rewatched uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite's Willow Creek.
1: All right, okay, cool.
0: Uh, Which I kind of get more out of every time I watch it, I think it's great. Um,. This was a particularly good memory from the first year that I went, Right. because it was that time that it got booked in this tiny screen, and then it became this massive word of mouth smash, and they had to re they had to add a bunch of screenings of it,
1: like one cut of the dead, like
0: one cut of the dead, yeah, like this one of this absolute kind of like getting kind of like stalled actually as well that year, oh um, yeah, where um, I didn't like stalled, I, I was a little bit cold on I it don't too, mind telling you, yeah, I was a little bit, but I what I do really like is Willow Creek, yeah. The the uh, found footage Bobcat Goldthwait Bigfoot movie, yeah, yeah, um, which I I think that. When it needs to kind of grime up and get scary, it does that very well. I think for the first kind of 30, 40 minutes of it, when you're meeting the couple and kind of seeing them heading out and interacting with people and stuff like that, it's precisely as funny as you'd expect something Uh else to be. Yep, I think it, uh, I just think it's great. I also think that towards the end of the film, there's an extremely long, unbroken shot of them in the tent kind of losing it about the kind of approaching threat. Yes. And that's amazing. It's kind of like that scene in the back of the car and the battery. Battery, Yeah. Yeah, so good. Uh, So yeah, I watched that. And also, on Friday night, uh, I was in search of some trash to watch.
1: Right? Did you find something? Uh, yes.
0: Uh, so me and is it something uh, you've mentioned? Uh, yeah, actually, it was. I mentioned it in the streaming platforms uh, a couple of weeks oh, ago. Okay. Uh, yeah. Me and uh, my girlfriend were looking for some crap to watch on Friday, or right. some stuff to just uh, kind of like enjoy while we we're having a couple of drinks. We watched Secret Obsession. Uh. On uh, Netflix. <laughs> okay, what the hell is this? So I cannot recommend Secret Obsession enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, uh, make, make your case here. Not necessarily for the reasons it might have been intended, but um, we did watch it, and uh, basically your story here is uh, it opens with uh, this this lady getting stalked in a very Michael Myersy kind of way, right? Uh, where she's like hiding in toilet cubicles, so like specifically the new Halloween. She's like hiding in toilet cubicles Ugh. and stuff like that, and he's like banging on doors and stuff like that. Eventually, Ugh. she gets away, but then she's hit by a car. This Perfect. is all pre credits, nothing spoilery at all. Uh, she wakes up. Uh, obviously, she's in a bit of a bad neck, having been traumatized by whoever it was that was trying to kill her and right. also being hit by a car.
1: Uh, she has
0: no memory <laughs> of most of it apart from some kind of like well timed flashbacks. Sure. But basically, she doesn't remember who her husband is. So her husband shows up and is like, I'm here to look after my wife. She's been hit by a car, blah, blah, blah. And on the way in, the doctor is like, she's got no memory of who her husband is. So he picks her up, takes her home uh, to their big remote country mansion.
1: Right.
0: And... uh, She's kind of like. See where
1: this is going, by the way.
0: Yeah, well, she's kind of like infirm. She can't. She can't leave the house. Um, and it's basically about her piecing together the possibility that her husband may not be all that he appears. So
1: bits of misery. Little bit of misery, yeah. And bits of the uh Cut Russell Goldie Hawn comedy, but it was really very dark if you think about it film. Overboard. Yeah. I would say both <laughs> of
0: those are like good uh comparison points. Right, okay. I would say that that's a that's a reasonable shout. I mean like this film's really pretty bad, but it's uh it's a fun one. Right. I would say. I mean like uh if if you're particularly precious about having this spoiled for you, then skip ahead maybe like a minute. But it's very heavily seeded at the beginning that there might be something up with the husband. Right. And the film is called Secret Obsession. Right. (laughs) And there are about maybe four characters in it. Uh, There is uh, the wife, the air quotes husband, um, the main doctor, the main nurse... And a kind of like grizzled police inspector.
1: Any one of them could have the secret obsession. Really? <laughs> it's the doctor, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like this film
0: may as well have been called "That's Not My Husband." <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: um, but if this sounds like something like, because it's it's one of those things. It's got a kind of like kind of like soap opera vibe. I always think with stuff like this, they always manage to shoot in very fancy houses. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Uh, I think, uh, would you class this as a smoky thriller? I would class it as
0: a smoky thriller, I would say. (laughs) So if you would like the kind of smoky thriller that you can maybe uh, split a bottle of wine and have a laugh about. I cannot recommend Secret Obsession enough. It is like pleasingly twisty and turny, but they may as well all have literal road signs pointing you towards
1: them. (laughs) Tremendous. I just want to quickly say before we move on to the next segment, a couple of points actually. Uh, The first thing I want to say is, for timestamp purposes, we are on Sunday.
0: Yes, yes So right now it is, it's twenty one pm right this minute Yeah,
1: not leaving me much editing time But uh, I, I'm, sure I'll, I'm sure I'll manage uh, But what I will say is I still haven't watched any of Mindhunter Season 2 mm. And it's been out for two days
0: mm, I haven't watched any of Mindhunter Season 1
1: And it's been out for two years <laughs> so, <laughs> so I should so probably get to that Yeah, But uh, I'm planning on starting it tonight So I'll be able to talk about a, a little bit about that next week I've had a few people messaging me about it So uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited Looking mm-hmm. forward to it um, And the other thing I want to say is uh, It's normally around about this point in the proceedings, that I would uh, sing a theme tune, and don't worry, I'm going to do that. Thank God for that. But what I want to say is, um, I just want to open up the floor to listeners out there. We have uh, some talented friends. Yeah, we, we have some, have some talented, talented listeners. Friends. If you're at a, a, a all musical, or even if you're flat out not, we would love to hear your renditions of the either the Shortwaves 100 theme, or I mean, they're they're both pretty similar. I've got no. to be honest; the, the music is quite close. Um, but, or write your own. Yeah, write your own. Write your own themes. We would love to hear what you what you've got in mind. Or indeed, you can record your own version of you doing what I do and send it in. And uh you can replace me in an episode.
0: Yeah, genuinely. If you if you want to write either a version of Andy's ones or your own one, for a theme for Shortwaves One Hundred feedback. What have they been saying? Or uh, Mitch's pitches.
1: You can write one for Mitch's pitches, but it seems like a pointless task unless you want to expand upon what's already there. I want
0: people to expand upon it. But yeah, but basically if you send us in these and we like them, we'll just start using them. Yeah, we'll just uh, drop them in. Every now and again.
1: Save my vocal cords every now and again.
0: But to that end.
1: Yeah. Do 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 Mitch a one, hundred
0: Okay. So got good news and bad news on this front this week. Right. So the bad news is that I didn't watch one.
1: Uh
0: sorry about that. Uh, but 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 stay with me on this one right the time that i would have spent watching one i did something kind of important did you do that sponge thing i <laughs> <laughs> i Spongegate sponge lives to fight another day <laughs> i um i finally did the admin for the shopwaves 100 list i did the auditing
1: holy shit wonders will never cease i know
0: so um i i scored out all the rewatches all the stuff that i've talked about every episode i went line by line on the mini minisodes jesus uh so it did take quite a long time um, okay. I so might I this
1: one slide, I have a
0: status report on the shopways 100. I I now know. <laughs> um, I have an update on how many we have left. How many do we have left? I have watched 81 out of 100 in the shopways 100. There are right. 19 remaining.
1: Okay. Okay. So. What kind of things are left? I was just going
0: to say, will I just run through the list?
1: Or you could... Highlights, perhaps? Things that are shocking? Uh,
0: Okay, Cannibal Holocaust.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Uh,
0: Dawn of the Dead. Zack Snyder's one. Oh, right, okay. Event Horizon.
1: Right, uh uh Uh, Exorcist 3.
0: Right. The Fog. Right. The Lost Boys. Okay. Monster Squad. Right. Nightbreed. Right. Uh, The Original Pet Cemetery And Possession. Wow. So they are just some of the 19 that I have remaining.
1: Interesting cross section there.
0: We could be, like, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. This could be done by, like, November.
1: Don't write checks, should are ask any cash, Mitch.
0: This is very true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but, like, but, yeah, no, but that's it. That's where we are with the Shotways 100 right okay. now. So I've, I'm 81% of the way through. That's pretty good. Is it, though?
1: <laughs> is it, though? Uh, okay, no, do you know, what? I'll let you slide. I'll let you slide because that must have been a pain in the ass having to listen back to us talking shit. Yeah, it was a pain in the hoop. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. So, fine. <laughs>
0: They've been saying plenty It's feedback time once again And of course Before we go any further Big thank you to our guest Fuck all people uh, <laughs> For um, this for joining us this week To talk yes, There Are Monsters Thank you, ne-cunt. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, There Are Monsters Obviously was the film this week Much to the chagrin of some people
1: Oh my god You have made some enemies
0: uh, Yeah, some people were really not happy That they had to Or uh, were told to revisit this um, You had any feedback Specifically on There Are Monsters? Monsters. Then, also, having had a few days to think about it, where are you on it?
1: I haven't changed my stance on it. Yeah,
0: okay, uh, so not meritless, but also not good.
1: Nah, I might have even cooled, if you can imagine. I can imagine. You were very even-handed about it. I would say surprisingly so. <laughs> uh, Cosmic Ray Girl getting in touch. Uh, two minutes forty-nine into There Are Monsters, and I jumped. I haven't had a scare like that in a while. Thanks at Strong PC hashtag Mitchy's Bitches.
0: I. Love that jump scare that Alexis is talking about. I think it's great. I, I know s- you don't. I think it's great. Uh, I want to say a little Chris Salt, Oblong Pictures on Twitter. Uh, he got in touch and uh, with, some, with a slightly longer consideration. Two tweets. Ooh. Uh, Saying, a frustrating film because there's enough that works in it to keep me watching, but enough flaws to keep me grinding my teeth. It's like the shaky smiler version of a better film that's doing most of the same things, but just getting them slightly wrong. (laughs) I really like that. Um, And then said, also on the subject of expository news broadcasts, you missed the bit at the start where the film professor who didn't explain to his students that cameras can also zoom out. (laughs) <laughs> was reading internet news about an accident with a large hadron collider there's your monster origin yeah. good eye Chris good eye and uh, yeah like, a really, like I say a really,
1: a really good allegory as yeah, well. For thanks, the film. thanks Sam. <laughs> good spot yeah thank you Chris uh, Darren Gaskell at Darren underscore Gaskell <laughs> yeah. getting in touch to say so I watched it twice and overall it didn't win me over fucking hell a good man by the way <laughs> <laughs> there are some very good ideas and individual sequences I thought the scene in the dental surgery was great thought it was pretty good myself yep 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 but there was too much blurry slash dark found footage material for me The first jump scare really got me, but then I was just waiting for the same thing to happen for the rest of the film. That's fair. Uh, The switch between found footage and third person had the effect of taking me out of the movie. it doesn't bother me in the slightest. Ah, see. Darren believes it ultimately sank the movie
0: ah okay still
1: okay. there are creepy moments and I like Kristen Langley's performance okay
0: that'll have been Beth then right cool thanks Dan thank you Darren uh, Dennis Extro Atherton getting in touch <laughs> uh, this might not surprise you I had a lump in my throat and a tear in my eye on the latest podcast the mention of Aliens came up and both of you noted how you don't really like Aliens I was of course thinking of Extro and my heart was broken and stabbed <laughs> Dennis of course we didn't mean Extro
1: no 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 not Extro Extro, we, Extro gets a pass on this show yeah 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 yeah. yeah Extra is
0: the exception to every rule.
1: Yeah, and the big guy from Deep Rising. <laughs>
0: right, yeah. Give me Treat Williams. <laughs> Have you got anything else on There Are Monsters? No, I don't. Uh, I've been saving one to last for There Are Monsters. Okay. Uh, so when we announced that we were going to do it, when we announced that that was the film I'd chosen, some people were curious, some people were kind of like, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs>
1: uh, one
0: of the most vocal, in fact, I would say without a doubt, the most vocal, uh, what are you thinking? person was uh, film fan Stevie
1: very much so yeah who, who
0: um sent us a five tweet treatise on why he uh, wasn't so hot on
1: it I think Stevie when he when he heard it got blown up backwards off his chair onto the floor
0: well he said uh, just about to watch There Are Monsters again before this week's episode I just hope it's not as painful as the first time I've seen some truly awful films this is one that still haunts me huh. uh, hashtag the horror and then he came out the other side oh okay An infuriating film that doesn't go anywhere. The constant shaking of the camera, sound loss, and in and out of focus will give some people a headache. For me, a film works if you feel something with a character. and this, I was hoping they would all be dead in the first five minutes. (laughs) People who are watching it for the first time will see similar connections to films like Invasion of the Body Snatchers and Us. Watch those two films instead of this. It's got some good ideas, but sadly, it just falls for me. When I saw it in Glasgow, I was looking at the people around me, hoping someone would say the safety word, pub. Sadly, no one did. Root Canal is less painful than this film. The so-called jump scares are more funny than scary. Hashtag rant over. And then a hilarious gif is in black and white of a
1: man in a panda suit smashing a keyboard (laughs) Uh, while I was watching it I actually tweeted Stevie and said pub (laughs) (laughs) so uh, thank you Stevie oh yeah uh, very much thank you Stevie yep good fun Um,
0: I have a couple of pieces of miscellany to get through you got anything else Uh,
1: yeah I've got similar bits and bobs to get through Uh, I'm going to jump into this one first Uh, coming all the way from Dan under Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) from Ross McIntyre at St underscore man uh, just informing us that Howard the Duck uh, has made it to Netflix Australia fantastic that's what we like to hear Let's <laughs> yes, dig in and enjoy that corkscrew cocked little motherfucker <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm disappointed once again like I say another phase of uh, the MCU has been announced and there's still no Howard Shocking. just continues to be a constant disappointment for us and presumably Billy <laughs> Um I have one more and it's uh, from deluxe underscore man our old pal Dave Cooper
1: hi Dave
0: on uh, Twitter always nice to hear from him and uh, he is making reference to the episode from a couple of weeks ago where satanic panic director Chelsea Stardust joined us to discuss brain damage Right. Mm-hmm. said so go halfway through the brain damage episode before I went online and ordered it damn you I googled Elmer and he does look like a cheeky chappy yeah
1: he yeah. is <laughs> he's great fun
0: yeah I agree um, Dave when you get around to watching that go on drop us a line and um, let us know what you thought of it yeah, yeah absolutely like, yeah we'd love to know yeah. you got anything else before yeah, we move
1: on a couple of little things here at uh, Salt Tired Popcorn getting in touch to s- let us know that Congo yeah uh, was on film 4 the other day ooh Congo
0: of course regular listeners will know the possible subject of a drunk commentary <laughs>
1: in yes indeed uh, at some point and uh, Salt Heard Popcorn just saying, for any listeners who want to cram in some uh, advanced homework.
0: Uh, yeah, I think a couple of people replied saying that their TiVo boxes were ready. I think Kim, amongst <laughs> other people, uh, we're getting in on that. So, uh, yeah, Congo. Yeah, maybe watch the space on that one. We've got some plans. I think so, yeah. yeah. I think we're going to have to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's... it's- consider it done yeah I think so uh, and the last thing I've got here is from Panda at prettiest dunce just saying it's taken 65 minutes so of strong violent PC but Andy finally perfected his intro ah lovely uh, and also that he might steal often disgusting never not charming for his tinder buy <laughs> it's quite a good one actually <laughs> I
0: quite like that it's good yeah
1: Um, I guess that just about concludes feedback this week with
0: some obvious exceptions <laughs> It is once again time for Mitch's Pitches. What is Mitch's Pitches, you ask? Mitch's Pitches is a feature on the show that is designed to exploit my ignorance for your entertainment. While we're recording, Andy will send a picture to my phone. It will be a poster from a horror film from years gone by. He will have photoshopped out the title, the tagline, any identifying text. He will leave only the image. My job will be to describe the image to the best of my ability, as well as giving it a title and a synopsis. We will also post it online. Yes. Uh, Everywhere across all our social medias. You'll find it there now. Oh, yeah. It's actually... Yeah, it's there now. Yeah, yeah. Um, So you can play along at home, which a few of you did last week when we had... uh, Well, actually, before we talk about which film it was... Sure. um, Obviously, there is this running thing that I never know which film (laughs) it is just by looking at the poster. Like, never. And uh, a few people were particularly incredulous that I didn't get this one.
1: Yeah, again, it was another softball from me. Yeah,
0: Raiders of the Podcast. There is no way the streak of Mitch not knowing the original movie continues. No way. Kevin, come on.
1: Yes, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Nazi, Sheridan not on Instagram. I'd be shocked if he doesn't get this one. What's <laughs> wrong with you
1: people? <laughs> and then consider Sheridan shocked. I'd imagine he's still just sat there, mouth agape.
0: Yeah, I... um, uh, Yes, I definitely did not identify it as shocker. No, you didn't. No. Uh, reappropriated by me as Wheels of Justice 2, Right or Fry.
1: <laughs> or oh, death race death race 2000 yeah
0: um sdmw underscore 79 on instagram got in touch saying going to assume after that particular pitch one film watch for as much as seen as death race jesus man no. i am gonna hold my hands up that i did not intentionally plagiarize the uh the plot of uh, death race 2000 however uh it didn't occur to me until about tw- i was about 20 minutes out your door last week from recording and I was like, "Oh fuck, that's the plot of Death Race."
1: Yeah, but those. Kind of, I mean, those. Uh, I think plagiarism in podcasts is a big issue just now. Yeah, so maybe. So uh, I... I've got my eye on you, Bain.
0: Yeah, I feel like, but uh, although I would say that um, the uh, the prison, the prison kind of uh, the head of the prison, the prison chief wasn't called Francis Ransom.
1: No, no, no that's true. Uh, but I mean, that's a, a small thing. Uh,
0: and uh, Roderick rod Stearns was not the name of Jason Statham's character either. So I think it was. <laughs> um, sure it was but um, yeah I also didn't call it Death Race as I said I called it Wheels of Justice 2 Ride or Fry we had a couple of other suggestions coming in as well so a few people getting in touch some crackers again this week Okay, Uh, um, Alexis Donnelly on Facebook bald bosom buddies Chad Salad and Hans Down Trousers are working on their new hair regrowth project Slap suddenly when testing out their equipment Hans's napper receives a high voltage shock which sends a deadly current through him this doesn't kill him but transforms him into a different entity he has force evolved his body to become superhuman it's 1999's Captain Current (laughs) Kevin Matthews when he crashes into the wrong plane and becomes possessed by the souls of past victims all seeking revenge the mighty Thor then heads to Earth to cause mayhem and death to any puny mortals who may get in his way it's a murderous Molnir massacre when (laughs) sore Thor unleashes the gore (laughs) in the Marvel Dark Universe surprise thunder and frightening stop hammer time (laughs) Not bad. Not bad. Uh, I like this. We've got C.P. Buckley getting in touch with another pitch. Um, okay. And has gone for a serious one.
1: Oh. I like it when people do serious ones. I like it again. when somebody goes, enough of your nonsense.
0: So his pitch is for a film called The Undying One. Right. Uh, after being convicted of multiple murders, Orson Cabanal was sentenced to death. <laughs> However, the when the fourth attempt fails, they realize something is very wrong. Cabanal was the undying one, possessed by one of the ancient ones, and it's just waiting for the Cabanal's sixth death before it became freed.
1: Wow, okay. That's I like. I quite like that well, The Undying
0: yeah. One, yeah. And Tony Constantine. I'm not going to lie, right? This is going to take some beating. And I think it's got one of my favourite character names anyone has ever
1: pitched on this show. Okay. That's it. I mean, fact, that, that's pretty. I mean, there might be two, but here we go. I'll right? be honest, that's pretty exciting.
0: Okay, you ready? Yep. When the notorious 1950s New York balloon bomber Mandrake Billfinger <laughs> is finally sent to the electric chair... <laughs> After nearly 40 years on death row, a freak power outage during the execution causes him to gain superpowers. With the prison now on lockdown, Billfinger harnesses the electricity intended to kill him to free himself from his shackles and then causes a media storm by taking the correctional staff hostage until his demands of release are met. <laughs> now the only man that can stop him is the intrepid police officer who put him away all those years ago. Retired New York hostage negotiator, Frank Discussion. <laughs> Can Frank make lightning strike twice and talk Mandrake down from the ledge of insanity once again? Find out in 1988's Electro Balunatic. The long discussion of Bill Finger and discussion. Two men, one chat. Sparks will fly. So it falls to you. <laughs> uh, uh. It falls to you to pick the winner.
1: <laughs> best character uh, name and best pitch. I think it's a clean sweep.
0: Uh, it's got to be. So, are you giving. So, obviously, it is um, Electro Balloonatic, the long <laughs> discussion of Bill Finger in discussion. Electro <laughs> Balloonatic. Um, <laughs> <his, laughs> <laughs> and his best character name going to Mandrake, Bill Finger, or Frank Discussion? Oh, Both it's frank discussion for me i gotta say uh, that's
1: fucking excellent
0: donate congratulations you win a double helping of nothing
1: a triple a triple i guess a triple helping. yeah for i'm uh, sending more i'm sending more nothing your way mandrake and frank uh, i don't care i'm being flash with my nothing this week
0: the hell with the rules so
1: oh, god i've got
0: asthma take your time
1: right okay okay
0: so oh. uh you you sending me this week's one
1: yep uh hang on oh uh, yep Done, yes. I almost sent it to my mum. Oh. Uh, I think without context, that would have been confusing.
0: Having now seen the image, I would agree. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see what we've got here. So, background is white. The border is a nice uh, nice little double line around the perimeter. double black line. <laughs> right, sure. Uh, one slightly thicker than the other, like that plenty. The thicker one is on the inside. Uh, the background of the actual image itself is a kind of a black to dark grey. Uh, we have a feminine hand. Right uh, underneath, uh, that is covered. That's kind of covered in blood. It's got long fingernails. It is holding what appears to be a kind of ground-up view of a manor house. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that anyway. Above that, we have the top half of a skull, a skull with a mandible removed.
1: Sure.
0: Looking at the viewer, I say looking because it's got one eye. It's a green eyeball. Um, with a cobweb attached to it. And, uh, yeah, there is uh, blood coming from the eye sockets.
1: Sure, excellent. Thank you. Um, Um, I think that that is just about everything. I can't see anything that you've missed necessarily there. Um,
0: So, yeah, I think that's just about everything. I'll just need a moment.
1: (laughs) I remember uh, scrolling through, just off the back of last week, Mitch's pitch, Mm -hmm. and um, I think... Did Panda send something else then? Oh,
0: uh, Panda correctly identified the film as Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> but um, suggested the tagline Two in the Pink, One in the Clink.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's pretty great. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, how are you getting on? <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Desperate to keep up appearances in the high society of 1950s L.A., fading ingenue Scarlet Fox spices up one of her notorious Thanksgiving dinner parties with the addition of famous Hollywood medium Fortuna Teller. <laughs> as, the ge- as the guests arrive and a seance commences, what was intended as a dinner party novelty soon turns deadly when the secret of Fox Manor is uncovered with shattering clarity. Centuries previously, Scarlet's ancestors built the stately home on an ancient Indian burial ground. Ah, with the house now overrun by the vengeful spirits of wronged Indian chiefs, it's up to Scarlett and her dinner guests, including billionaire property magnate Tex Currency, cutthroat Hollywood producer Iona Catamaran, and wide-eyed, <laughs> K- <laughs> and wide-eyed Kentucky-born Hollywood newcomer Isaiah Sason say, to stop the spirits and reverse the incantation before it's too late in 1975's hellacious Hollywood satire, Black Friday 3, The Last Thanksgiving. This November, the natives are revolting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Isaiah son. Isaiah son. Fuck off <laughs> oh, I'm not sorry Oh Uh No Okay No you are uh, wild uh, Off the mark
0: uh, So my year was 1975
1: uh, Only two years out oh, I'll take that 1973 Okay And the film Is The Legend of Hell House The Legend of Hell House Legend of Hell House Okay Yeah Okay
0: what's that about Oh and uh, who's our synopsisizer
1: it's Been a few weeks since we had him On the show.
0: Is Claudio making a
1: comeback? It's Claudio Carvalho? Yes! The wealthy Mr. Rudolf Deutsch (laughs) promises a small fortune to the physicist Dr. Lionel Barrett, to the mental medium Florence Tanner, and to the physical parapsychologist Benjamin Franklin Fisher to investigate survival after death in the notorious Belasco House, aka Hell House. The house belonged to roaring giant Emmerich Belasco that promoted orgies in the house and had mysteriously disappeared after a massacre. Fisher is the only survivor of a previous investigation and the Doctor Barrett goes with his wife Anne Barrett. <laughs> Along the days Florence believes that there Fucking are... Hell <laughs> Along the days Florence believes that there are entities in the house, including Belasco's son Daniel, Fisher keeps his mind closed, expecting only to earn the promised money, and the skeptical Doctor Barrett brings a machine to drain the energies in the house. Will they be successful in their intent? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Like, 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 I felt like I was listening to that for four hours.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Claudia. That was, fucking hell that was detailed. Is that film any really good? <laughs>
1: It's okay. It doesn't merit uh, a synopsis of that length. You
0: know what? He's nothing else. I've not thought of though. I'll give him that. Yeah. Certainly. Um, So that concludes Mitch's pitches for this week. Those images, or that image, is everywhere. Uh, Get pitching. We would love to hear from you. You guys are so much better at this than me. So uh, get in there. Get it done.
1: I've really struggled with this this week. Yeah, you look like you're
0: struggling. You're red in the Uh, face. I know. Uh, I have some streaming platform stuff Sure, of course you do uh, Some stuff incoming this week Although, once again, Amazon Prime seeming to let the side down Although, I, I'm struggling to find a good resource for what's coming to Amazon Prime Right But, basically, all the other ones that I use are kind of pretty reliable And they always say that nothing's coming to Amazon Prime
1: Well, we've mentioned The Boys, and it's there And it's well worth a watch because it's excellent So, yeah. we'll check that out
0: Ah, uh, yeah, that's true Um, So, Shudder This Monday, today yeah. uh, We've got Here Comes the Devil Yes And uh, also Frank Calcfoon's P2 all oh, right, okay. Yeah, uh, both yeah, arriving right. there. Uh, on uh, Netflix, on the 21st, we have Game Over. Uh, it's an Indian production. After a series of murders hit close to home, a PTSD-afflicted video game designer must confront her demons or risk becoming their victim.
1: <laughs> that sounds awesome.
0: Yep, yep. Um, and uh, on the 22nd of August, you've got the Flatliners remake. Oh, not so awesome. That's landing if you're curious about that for some reason. It's garbage. Uh, have you seen it? yeah oh have you Uh, right okay I haven't but I heard pretty uh, pretty bad things at the time but that's there anyway if you're curious about that and uh, now TV not a great deal going on but on August 23rd if it's your thing we do have the arrival of James Wan's Aquaman so uh, yeah that's pretty much all that's going on there but uh, yeah
1: it's not my thing
0: uh, and it's not my thing either really, but um I do always quite like the fact, the enduring success of James Wan. I'm always like yeah, good for him. Yeah. Like you know, I think like it's always good to see like uh, horror directors who end up doing kind of like huge properties and stuff like I'd that. I'd
1: say the same about David Sandberg. Yeah. Because uh, to be honest, when it comes to horror, I haven't liked a massive amount that he's done. But I absolutely loved Shazam.
0: Yeah that's cool yeah like, that's a cool thing i also think it's it's kind of it's cool that uh scott derrickson obviously did uh emily rose then sinister then us from evil then ended up doing Dr. doctor strange. strange and is now doing doctor strange 2 which is going to be a horror film and it's like yeah i like i like i like seeing those arcs it's nice and uh, yeah james one's no exception so our commands there if uh, if that's ticking your boxes floating your boat if you like yeah. time to move on and take a look at this week's show <laughs> and uh well, we've been kind of teasing that something interesting was going to be happening this week, and we are changing up the format a little bit. And uh, our guest this week is a returning guest. Yeah. And uh, we are carrying on that. Well, we're reviving the Fright Fest streak. It's yes, not we streak are, anymore, yeah. but yeah, we're reviving yeah, the Fright Fest theme uh, because her new short, One Last Meal, which also stars. Matt Mercer, previous guest, is playing at Fright Fest uh, this year in the Shorts Block on Monday. Also, she has announced the Kickstarter for her feature film The Stylist. Yes. We are being joined once again
1: by Jill Gavargazian. We are indeed. um, And I'm guessing now it would be the time where you want to know what, in fact, we will be talking about. And we are changing up the formula just a little. Yes, we are sticking with this slithery theme that Jill brought to the table with her first appearance when she did Anaconda. And we are barreling right into the sequel. Anacondas. Hunt for the Blood Orchid.
0: Yes, now we did talk about doing this at the time. Yeah. We said that when Jill came back, we would we entertained the possibility of doing the sequel, and indeed subsequent sequels. <laughs> yep, and in this
1: case, no one has a particular
0: horse in this race. No, we are just watching this as curious fans of the original. Um, <laughs> so be sure to join us for that for episode 67. Uh, we will also answer the question about whether or not, having watched Anaconda's Hunt for the Blood Orchid, we still think doing the other ones is a good idea. <laughs> but that's this Friday we are being joined once again by uh, Six Tape Films Jill Gavargazian and we are talking Anaconda's Hunt for the Blood Orchid. How are you feeling about that? Get in touch with us. Facebook and Instagram, we're Strong Language Violent Scenes. You can tweet us as well at Strong Violent PC, and you can email longer considerations and also Mitch's picture suggestions and also your theme song recordings and also your listener choice suggestions to Strong Language at
1: gmail.com. Yep, and you can check out StrongViolentPod.com. Yes, our new website. Yep, for all the information that you could ever possibly need on there, uh, which we'll be updating with live shows as and when yep. you can find shortcuts to get to our merchandise there if you've been asking questions as to where you can get t-shirts yeah that would be a good jumping off point
0: a lot of people wanting that Mitch's bitchy shirt
1: <laughs> yeah 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 I noticed with, uh, some black ones have gone out of the door recently as oh well. is that right yeah and what I will say as well you can find everywhere that we stream on there yep what's so, true. yeah I will not go through the list I will however send love as always to our hosts and heroes at podbean yep uh, and I would say whatever you're listening please 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 take a little time just drop a comment drop a like drop a wee love heart uh whatever it takes just please please uh, let us know you're listening out there and let us know your thoughts and if there's anything we could should be doing
0: well said that man thank you we're back friday join us in if you can in the meantime don't forget it is better to die a hero than live as food in a world of chance goodbye
1: bye